0: Pastor Philip teaches on how you can respond to God's unconditional love for you. Live your life in the reality of his power and be all his word says you can be.
1: God is my provider. He is my source. He is Jehovah Jireh as much as he is my Jehovah Nisi? He is Jehovah Jireh as much as he is my Jehovah Rapha. He wants to provide for me as much as he wants to heal me. A lot of people don't think that provision is God's call. And I said last week that you have to know it. I didn't know it for many years. And I suffered poverty. Kai, I suffered poverty. I suffered. I told you yesterday at last. I said I was so poor, I could not do what? I could not pay attention. I could not pay attention. Kai, I could not pay attention. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. That was why that elder brother did not know that his portion had been given to him. The Bible says he divided it onto them. He divided it onto them. When they said them, it meant both of them already got their portion. But the elder brother kept striving, kept working, kept working. The father says, why are you working like this? He said, I want you to give me a little goat. The Bible says, ah, little goat? Everything belongs to you. You didn't know. You didn't know. So we believe in all that suffering, hustling, fighting, striving because we didn't know that God was taking responsibility for our upkeep. You have a father that takes care of you. You have a father that gave you breath. If he had given you breath, if he had given you a son, Romans 8 verse 32, the Bible says, what else will he hold from you? Nothing. Romans eight thirty-two. he that did not spare his son, but gave him up for us. How will he not with him? Give us everything freely. I didn't know. Provision is my privilege in Christ as much as healiness. I did not know. Do you know that the first miracle that Jesus Christ performed was not to heal the sick? Eh? Was not to raise the dead? You know? Do you know that Jesus Christ is a spiritual person? How many people think that Jesus is very spiritual? Eh? Answer me now. Do you think that Jesus is a very spiritual person? What was his first miracle? Does that look like a spiritual thing? So, and the first determines the rest. If Jesus turned water to wine in a wedding, that it was not even the it was not the minister in, it was not the it was not the guest minister. It was not family of the husband. They just invited him. And he said, no, these people must turn their water to wine. How much more will he turn your brokenness to wealth? How much more? So you see, we can canalize things like that and say, ah, some of you, you are, you are more spiritual than Jesus. If that means, you say, what are you drinking wine for? Can't you fast? If the wine has finished, let's begin fasting. You know, that's how we would think it. But Jesus Christ turned their water, that was his first miracle. Open to John chapter 6, let me show you a scripture. John chapter 6. John chapter 6, we we'll read from verse 1. John chapter 6, verse 1, help me do more. John chapter 6, verse 1, verse, one, verse 2. After these things,
2: Jesus went over the sea of Galilee.
1: Jesus went over the Sea of Galilee,
2: which is the Sea of Tiberias. Yes. And a great multitude followed him. A
1: great multitude followed him.
2: Because they saw his miracles. So
1: I want you to mark that word miracles. The Bible says they saw his miracles, which he did what?
2: On them that were diseased.
1: Which he performed on those that are diseased. What he meant was that he was healing the sick. Abi. Yes, sir. So they saw people were following him everywhere because they saw how he was healing the sick, healing the sick. And he did that all through. If you get have you read verse two? Yes, so go to verse fourteen. What does verse fourteen say?
2: Then those men.
1: Okay, so let's let's. Can you read fast for me? Read verse two, verse three, verse four, down to verse fourteen, very fast, as fast as you can.
2: And Jesus went up into a mountain, yes, and there he sat with his disciples. Yeah. And the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was nigh. Yeah. When Jesus then lifted up his eyes mm-hmm. and saw a great company come unto him, yes, he said unto Philip, When shall we buy bread? So he called Philip.
1: For those of you that don't know, one or two guys do know Where can we buy bread? Did he didn't say, Where can we get anointing for him? For these people. Did he didn't say, Ah, can we get new, new Bibles for these people? He said, Where can we get what? Bread. Did you know that these people did not ask Jesus for bread? you have a father that cares for you you see this acknowledgement is first very key that you know that you have a father that is concerned about you it's very key where can we buy bread for these people he didn't say let them sort themselves out let everybody do what no he didn't say that he said we should buy them bread what does he say next that they may eat yes
2: And this he said to prove him.
1: And this he was saying to prove him.
2: For he himself knew what he would do. For
1: Jesus Christ already knew what he was going to do. Yes, continue.
2: Philip answered him.
1: Philip answered him. Two
2: hundred worth of bread.
1: This This amount of bread.
2: is not sufficient for them. If if we carry
1: two hundred penny and go and buy bread with it, it will not be enough to go around. Yes?
2: That every one of them may take a little. Yes. One of his disciples. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother yes. said unto him yes. there is a lad here a lad which here. had five barley loaves yes. and two small fishes. Yes. but what are they among so what many what
1: is this five bread going to do what is this small salary going to do what is this small POS work going to do what is this small business center work going to do what is this 35,000 naira going to do in the midst of so many billings, and some of us are right in that place today. You look at your salary like this, and it's already—you it's, have not even spent—it's already reducing. What is this little? I'm, I'm very—I want you to listen to me very closely.
2: What is this little
1: among so many? What does your guys? What is it?
2: And Jesus said. Jesus said what? Make the men sit down. Let
1: everybody sit down continue
2: now there was much grass in the place, yes. so the men sat down mm-hmm. in number about five thousand. Yes, and Jesus took the loaves. Yes, and when he had given thanks, yes, he distributed to the disciples. Yes, and the disciples to them that were set down. Yes, and likewise of the fishes as much as they would. Yeah, when they were filled up, he said unto his disciples, Yes, gather up the fragments that remain. Yeah, that nothing be lost. Yes, therefore they gathered them together. Yeah, and filled twelve baskets with the fragments of the five baskets loaves. Yes, which remained over and above. To them that had eaten, yes, then those men, yes. when they had seen the miracle, that so the Jesus Bible
1: said they saw the miracle, they were following him because of miracle that he was healing the sick. You remember, verse one? You remember, verse one, yes, but they followed him because they saw the miracles. The Bible says they regarded this provision as a miracle. Mm-hmm. So, the miracle of supernatural provision is as potent as the miracle of healing from the same Jesus. What was not enough, he blessed it. He broke it. The Bible says it went round and round and everyone had taken and they still had 12 baskets filled. I declare God's blessing on everything. you Lay your hands on in the name of Jesus. What used to be a struggle will become very easy for you in the name of Jesus. When God blesses what you have, there's absolutely no limit to it. What is in this God blesses? I was earning sixty thousand when I got married. Sixty k when I got married. Say so God forbid. Sixty k when I lift it up, I break it. I distribute it. I have twelve baskets left. The blessing of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord. 60K. My wife was earning maybe 70K or something. I can't remember. When we we'll got married. And there are people here that are not married because of what they are earning. Some people are here. They are, they are earning, you know, sometimes I interact with people and I ask them how much you earn? See, I earn 200K. How much does your spouse earn? They say she earns 170K. Why are you not married? I have asked. <laughs> Pastor. I said, why are you not married? I'm asking. I'm directly, Why are you not married? Saying no pastor, huh? it's not enough. Oh. <laughs> so I called the woman. You, how much I hand? Say 170. Are you able to take care of yourself? Say yes. You're able to pay your house say yes. You're able to pay your business, say yes. you able to do everything you want to do for yourself. Without asking. Say yes. Call the man. This is 200 k You are able to pay your business, say yes. Two of you are taking care of each other with what you have. If you come together, you will spend less on accommodation. You will spend is common sense. But you know, when you are blinded, you will not see this and you will be fornicating. <laughs> Something you are supposed to legalize the sex instantly. Marriage is the legality of sex. Every sex outside the confines of marriage is illegal. Every sex fornication, adultery is illegal. It's a sin. Only, so instead of committing sin and putting yourself under perpetual pain of temptation, Marry. But that devil that wants to be fornicating is the one that keeps telling you feel that what you have is not enough. It's a lie. Why do you want to do celebrity wedding? You want Bella Niger to come carry it? Are you an NGO? You want to do wedding and feed the community? A lot of those people that come to your wedding don't even like you. You better know now. They don't like you like you They don't like you and so you ask some a grown up man 35 years old 37 years old man man why are you not married i'm gathering money i'm gathering money why what are you gathering how much does it cost to do a wedding how much does it cost to do a wedding The most important thing in a... Listen to me. Listen to me very clearly. And I'm telling you this. My marriage will be 10 years this year. The most important thing in your wedding is the consent of both parties. Two of us have agreed. Two of us have spoken to our parents. Our parents have agreed. The parents say this is the dowry or the bride price. Two of you I've agreed that we are going to pay this bride price. You carry the bride price as a man, you pay it. I will come and bless the wedding, in that traditional wedding. There will be no reception. There is no reception in the Bible. No reception. Listen to me. There is nobody cake in the Bible. Listen to me. Listen to me. You know. You know. You know why you are arguing with me. You already have a preconceived. You have a preconceived opinion of how you want to do your things, and that is why you are put yourself under. Listen now. Listen. Listen. That is why you are put yourself under unnecessary pressure. You are under peer pressure. Some of you have left. Primary school. Promise. Primary school has not left you. All this that you are doing, you want to buy yellow sauce, you want to buy red sauce, you are still doing it now. You want to do anything, you want to do anything. The same thing you did in primary school, you are under peer pressure. When I was going to get married, over 700 people in my wedding. 700. I told my wife, I'm not going to feed these guys. (laughs) What? I'm an NGO. I'm not a child. I'm not going going to feed these guys. Guys. so you know what my wife and I did we took the money that we had we paid for two years rent two years rent paid two years rent we bought furniture in our house bought our freezer, bought everything in the house my wife bought food that would last for six months we kept it in the house we used the change for the wedding anyway, it finish, finish. we continue from there When we left our wedding, we had enough food in our house that can last us for six months. We had paid our rent for two years. Wisdom is profitable to direct. I'm telling the truth. I'm telling the truth. This is not my message, but I'm sure you are going to get blessed by this. Don't let anybody mount pressure on you. You are not responsible or answerable to anybody. If anybody said your wedding is not beautiful, they should go and do their own wedding. If anybody said that your, the rice in your wedding did not reach them, they should go to Chicken Republic. That there's, no, there's no question. Look, people that love you, listen, listen. I have gone to weddings that I even flew all the way to Lagos and I did not eat there. Me that I had money for flights, is it your love rice I cannot afford? people that love you will give you money without eating anything your wedding yeah. you know, is the kind of meat they are the ones that don't have anything to give to you and they are the ones who are living your life to please our wedding cake was very ugly very ugly wedding. I told my wife that they must not snap me with this wedding cake move sideways there must be no picture between me There's no need. Of course, if you can afford it, I'm not against celebrity weddings. If you can afford it, uh, why not? Do it. But if the reason why you are fornicating now is because you want to afford a celebrity wedding, shut down that fornication and go and get married. Stop fornicating. I mean it. That girl will get pregnant. In the name of Jesus. Let me go back to my prison. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord. Jesus wants to provide for you. You see what he said? He said, gather the fragments. Gather the fragments. First, when they gather the fragments, they add 12 baskets full. That's accountability. So, if you need to go back to your papers. You don't know how much God has done for you. If you begin to look at how much God has given to you and you sit down, you see that you have allowed to wastage too much in your life. That 12 basket now will last for some few more days. 1,000 era, shawarma. 2 5, pizza. If you sit down and you calculate how much you spent on unnecessary things, you will know that God has been providing for you. You are the one that has been wasting it. God wants to provide for you. In Psalm 37, verse 19, give it to me, King James and NLT. Psalm 37, verse 19. Psalm 37, verse 19. King James, and you living. I want to run up this sermon very fast. Psalm 37, verse 19. King James, and NLT. What does it say? Psalm 37. Give it to me, media. Why are, you not, why are you not giving me scriptures this morning? Psalm 37, verse 19. What does it say? Quickly. They shall not be ashamed in evil time.
2: And in the days of famine.
1: In the days of famine, they
2: shall be satisfied.
1: Give me NLT. What does NLT say? Quickly.
2: They, for the strength for the 19, oh, they shall not be disgraced in hard times
1: the bible says they shall not be disgraced in hard times, NLT they shall survive through hard times even in famine famine, they will have more than enough that's God's promise to you he's your provider even in terms of terrible um, what do they call that um, economic issues heaven has never had an economic condition never Never. In the midst of strife, in the midst of economic crunch, God wants to ensure that you have more than enough. Someone say more than enough. Say, say I have more than enough. He wants to ensure that you have more, more. You have enough and more than enough. In the midst of famine, that's God's promise for you. That's His plans for you. In Second Chapter Nine, verse Second Corinthians Nine, verse. Give Give this to me in amplified. Second Corinthians Nine, verse eight. Do more. Second Corinthians Nine, verse eight in amplified. He wants you to have more than enough. Alright? Give it to me. What does it say? And God is able to make all grace, every favor, an earthly blessing. So if you look at the way God speaks, He always speaks in abundance. God wants to have abundance. Abundance of money. Abundance of everything. That, that's how He is. Abundance. If you are here, you are always calculating, calculating, you are always in scarcity. That's not God's plan for your life. That's not God's plan for your life. You know, I went I went to pick Pastor Kingsley. Pastor Middle, we're taking them to the airport. So I I met Pastor Sunday there. Pastor Sunday, Pastor Yajani was there. Juncy came there. So all of us were in that sitting room. Pastor Kingsley, Pastor Middle, Juncy, Pastor and We're talking. So because they are senior ministers, I am wise enough to be quiet. In some people are not wise. They go to the presence of elders. they go and be talking. All the ones that you're used to, supposed to learn. You, you, they, you now expose your foolishness. So I went there, my wife and I, we kept quiet. So they were not talking to Pastor. Someone said, ah, sometimes they have to spend up to 12, 13 million every month. You know, he said, he was telling him that he spends about 30, 50 to 400 K every week on Diesel alone. I was calculating in my head. Ah, cry. <laughs> this boy gone. So Josie came and said, ah, that, that program that they are doing in the UK. It's going to cost them three hundred thousand pounds, two hundred twenty-five million. So let of them like that. <laughs> I was quiet. I was between them. Then, Pastor Sunday was not talking about Pastor Abuja. Yeah, Pastor Abuja. He didn't even talk about that. Pastor Abuja. No do programming. What did do programming Abuja? And that the, the stage was three hundred square meters. Three hundred square meters. That, that means the stage is bigger than. I don't know how to divide. I'll try to explain. Massive and that we're going to do a one-day program. That Pastor is go and buy rock. That they bought rock three hundred square meters. Ah. Thousands and thousands of naira. For that rock. After the program that they say, Pastor Pochett is going to dash or throw it away. Ah. You know, say, ha. this amount of rock. Say what do you do? He said, let's say Let us keep what? Say yeah, we we'll come back. Is it next year? You keep rock till next year. There's nobody to give. Go and dash it out. You, Philip, all this year, go and give it out, go and give it out, go and dash, go and dash, go and dash it out. Since that means I'm keeping that we might need it in the future. Some of you, your shoe, keep it for the future. Everything. Because you are calculating that you you may be in far mind in the future. You are preparing for the far mind. Your mind is not thinking abundance. You are too far mind sensitive. So, as I sat in that meeting, I, said, I, I was pinching my wife. I said, ah! You know me, when I went to a formal venue, I pack everything. <laughs> I packed the drape. I packed the iron. and then remove the nails. All this, I said, oh, God. This is poverty. All those calculation, calculation, life. Calculation, calculation. Food, calculation God doesn't want you to live in abundance. That's his platform. So, God what it? It says God can make you have everything abundance. What does it say next? Do more. Fast. Come to you. So that you do what? Always and all circumstances, yes.
2: And whatever the need be.
1: So, it says, always, in all circumstances and whatever the need be, you are self sufficient. Someone self sufficient. You are not needing any urgent 2K. You are self sufficient. Possessing enough to require no what?
2: Aid or support. Look at the scripture.
1: Look at the Bible. Look at the Bible. Look at it. No what? Aid or support. No aid, no help, no support, and furnished in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. So here's number one. I'm going to tell you four things to access the faith for provision. Four things. Four things. Take out your Bible and your notes. Four things. Number one. Number one thing is giving. Giving is number one. So, that scripture that Duma read now, if you go two verses upwards, you know, we read verse 8. If you go to verse 6 of that scripture, it's, it's, it explains what you need to do to enter into that kind of abundance. Number one is giving. What does it do One. Verse 6.
2: Now, remember this. Yes. He will sow sparingly.
1: He will sow sparingly, yes.
2: And grudgingly.
1: And grudgingly. What's wrong with that mic? I don't like the sound. We'll also what? Sparingly and grudgingly. He that sows generously that blessings may come to someone, someone will also, we'll also, we'll also reap generously Generous. with all blessings. So give me Luke chapter 6 verse 38. Still amplified. Luke 6 verse 38. Still amplified. Number first key is giving. Yes? Let's do it together. Give and get will be given to you. Good measure. Press down. shaking together. And running over. We then pour into the pouch formed by the bosom of your robe and used as a bag. For with the measure you deal out, with the measure you use when you confer benefits on others, it will be the same measure that will be measured back to you. Give. That's the first key. Giving has been abused in the body of Christ today, but it's still the principle for provision. It has been abused. Several false prophets have collected somebody. There was a false prophet in Cuba. I don't want to mention his name. I used to mention people's name when I was very, very young. People now say, I stopped mentioning people. I don't care. I can mention their name. I'm not afraid of them. I used to mention their name. People now say, no, Philip, you can't be doing that. But the person is in Cuba. (laughs) Collected somebody's car. And the person called me. The younger brother called me. I I was practicing law then. And told me that the guy collected their car i said i'll collect that car back they said please don't worry i said anyone that tries to do anything, that he will run the person i said i want him to please run me bad <laughs> all kinds of necromancy witchcrafts manipulation people can know the amount in your pocket they you can say i see you now you have social so amount in your pocket evil spirit know the amount in your pocket not only god so the fact that I'm telling you all that does not mean I'm, I'm speaking from the, from, the, from the Spirit of God. But giving is still God's valid way of blessing his children. Still God's valid way. We'll never have gone to where we are as a church if we don't give. We give all the time. I mean we give all the time. SLC gives all the time. We're paying people's office, paying people's school fees. We are giving. Sowing seats. There's ministries, sowing seats. Every senior ministers we are sowing seats. SLCs. We can never go broke as a church. Never because we're giving now. We broke into foreign currencies as the church, start giving the foreign currencies. Jesus has to do Foreign currency, foreign currency What's in my office. We have not even opened the office. Someone was looking for me everywhere. Look at me, look at me everywhere. Pastor, pastor, pastor. pastor look at me. I said, Ah, why? I don't have time. We we're setting up office. Say, Please, let me just see you. Person okay. K said, Pastor, I brought a thousand dollars. Five hundred euro, two hundred euro, bah, one thousand dollars, like that. So we take it back. We are it back. You do da, Boom. bi, da, That's how foreign currency started coming in. I was, I was, I was with the with the minister of gospel. Very special minister of gospel. I, I was there with two hundred euros, two hundred euros, and I was telling my wife, Ah, I want to show this two hundred euros. I want to show this two hundred euros. How much I did I know it's 150 I I said, we so we know Should we social should we not as I said should we so should we I just saw a lot one thousand dollars? I said sir,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, you get that that's it live giving so as it goes, fear, 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 fear it's been a place. for the corners. The moment we started, all currencies so we must be wealthy in all currencies all courses, so we give, we give, and the same thing I'm receiving the same measure. So as abused as it has been, that giving has been abused by the body of Christ is still God's principle for enriching his children. And you give at your level. William will tell me, Pastor, don't stop telling you, tell them to we'll give beyond your level. But we'll give. Yes, you can give beyond your level. The Maxonians gave beyond their level. God says They gave themselves and gave you. But ensure that you always give. Always give. That's the only way. Ch- he opens a channel for you, for God's blessings. And when you give those a contribution, someone said the same thing, pastors, by contribution, you, are not, you cannot contribute to God. What's already big. is your own seed into what God is doing. Are you following my point? If I say contribution again, I'm going to call you. No contribution. You can't, nobody can contribute to God. How I contribute to God? You can, only give, you can only give to what God is doing. You can't contribute. You can't say my little contribution. My widow's. Widow. If, you send, if you send me widow's might, you you which widow? You are not, there's no widow in this church. Which widow? Amen. You are married to Jesus. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, the moment we started, we started seeing it. Four, Foreign. Foreign crisis. Foreign crisis. And it comes everywhere. It comes everywhere. Full in abundance. In abundance. In abundance. In Jesus' name. Amen. Second thing, obey. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 8. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 8. Obey. Obeying Hebrews chapter eleven verse eight. What does it say next? Help me do more. Hebrews eleven verse eight. By faith. By faith. Abraham. Abraham.
2: When he was called by God. Yes. To go out into a place. Yes. Which he should go after.
1: Yes. We should go after receive received has obeyed.
2: And he went out, not knowing whither he went.
1: He obeyed. So by faith Abraham obeyed. Obedience yes. is the second key. Are you following my point? is not just believing God. It is obeying Him to prove that we believe Him. Obeying God. Obeying God. Genesis chapter 26, verse 1, Bible spoke about Isaac. Isaac was supposed to sow in the land. God said, don't leave the land. Sow in that land. He sowed, the Bible says he obeyed God. And because he obeyed God, he had rewards. Multiple rewards. Behind every instruction is a miracle. Mary said to those people, he says, whatever He tells you to do, what should you do? Eh? Don't pray about it. Whatever it tells you to do, do what? Answer me now. Don't confess it. Don't go about saying, I confess, I confess. Mm-mm. Do it. What did Jesus tell you to do? When last did Jesus tell you to do anything? That's why when you pray, you must listen for instructions. Instructions, what you call answers to your prayers, are instructions. Jeremiah chapter verse 3 he says, Pray when call unto me when you're in trouble, and I will show you mighty things. God wants to give instructions. That is the answer to your prayer. As a young man, as a young woman, the answer to your prayer is that God gives you an insight, an instruction on what to do. That's his instruction. So he tells you to do it. He tells that woman, go back home, get a jar of oil. Is that what he said? Point, point. And then prosperity began. Prosperity, that's what he said. give me the five bread. Instruction. What is God telling you? What has God told you? Stop praying. Some people are using loud prayer to want to quench the voice of God. As God is talking to you, because you don't want to do what he said you should go and do. You don't want to use your voice to confuse him. God cannot forget his instructions. If he tells you to do something 10 years ago, if you go and you say, that thing I told you, go and do it. And you will remain on the same spot, spot until you learn to obey God. Some of you are stubborn. Very stubborn in the spirit. God has, God has not able to ever successfully instruct you once and you follow it. It takes God like two months to convince you on anything. You will argue, argue, argue. Never. I will never do it. And God always instructs you. If you are a liar, God says you are a liar. you are a you I went to change our Nepal something in my house. I called Elisha to help me bypass uh, bypass starting the meter. I connected my ACs my heavy heavy duty stuff I connected to that team. and um, I was enjoying free light. So the day he did it he, he was not advising me Ah, if you do it I say, are you sure hey, we did not cash what, what so we did it. So later in the evening as I wanted to pray as I knelt down God said, you thief. (laughs) You thief. You are a thief. I said, how? Why? He said, that light that you own, are you paying for it? I said, no. I said, but God, I'm not the greatest thief. This country, people, some people have stolen 80 billion. How much is this one compared to God said, you are a thief. You, You. This you are a thief. God said, until you go and disconnect that thing, don't come and pray. So I did stronger the first night. Second one, I want to pray because I You thief. You have come again. Go and disconnect that light. By the time I was able, I struggled through the second, but I told you I could not take it again. I called Leja. Come and remove this. Leja said, Ah, did they catch you? I said, No. I said, My conscience. Ah, I said, You get your conscience strong. I said, Yes. So, enter. Remove it, remove it. Connect. He said, ah, They're going to they chop your light any I said, This is your two hours for. I said, i am go to pay for that. Go to provide for me. Go to provide. Put it on. I said, Lord. Lord. God say, Hey. Go and obey. Stop praying. That's I God said don't go to that brother's house. We'll be praying about it. Obey. Don't go. Don't cover yourself with the blood of Jesus. Don't go. Obey. Fervent prayer will never take the place of simple obedience. Don't, don't go. Obedience. So obey Obey God. It's a key to prosperity. because. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of this land. There's good in this land though. Do you know there's good in this land? You don't have to be very fraudulent. Though. You can be righteous and you eat the good in this land. Don't let devil lie to you. There's good in this land. We have righteous business women. The biggest, the biggest um, um, billionaire woman. What's her name? She's a Christian. Sound Christian. Ibucawishika. Sound people. We have sound. This man that owns um. um because sound business people will be there. Number three is working. Someone 1 verse 1 to 3 says, God will make everything you do prosper. All the works of your hands will prosper. So after, after giving, you obey, then you put it into work. Psalm 1 verse 1 to 3, it says, everything you lay your hands on will prosper. So you have to lay your hands on something. God does not bless idleness. You have to lay your hands on something. You have to work something. You have to do something. And then after giving, after obeying, you begin to work God will ensure that his blessing rests on your work so you don't end up toiling all night. So get to work. Let go, open your mind. There are things you can do around you. There are things you can do that can make money around you. I'm telling you. I told you when I was on campus. I I used to paint. I painted Pastor Adebo and his wife. And I glued it on on my wall. And my father was dead. My mother was dead when I was in university. There was no money. I was about to go and borrow. I used to borrow money every month. I was, I was about to go and borrow money when my eyes just caught that drawing. Ah. I said, oh boy, this drawing, let me try and do something about it now. I drew Pastor Dewey and his wife. You know, I, was, I used to pray. I said, Father, I'm using that as a point of contact. Because it's no longer about that. You can use them as a word of contact. Go and do something about it. So I called someone who was going to prepare something for his, girl, his her boyfriend, for his, for his birthday. So I got his drawing. I drew the guy. I begged the lady to help me draw. I drew the guy, I drew the guy for 2,500 naira. Then... <coughs> <laughs> so I carried the painting, went to my department, I, I was in part 3 law, 311. I took the drawing line, it's part of the class. I said, hey guys, my name is and I'm here to let you know I can paint, I can do this. Yeah, you, lawyer, lawyer, I paint like this, and I, wow, what did they do for law? Hey, they are me. Hey, come on. Buddy. Go and look for that They were paying me $5,000 every month from monthly allowance then. Somebody called me in the middle of the class, Say, please, go. did you say you had to do that thing? I said yes. He said, can you have me drop my mommy, my daddy and my girlfriend? I said yes. He said how much? I said 15,000. He counted it, <laughs> 15,000. Ah, <laughs> oh mommy. You know, remember I'm collecting 5,000 5, every month. 15,000 now, i started. Before I knew it, I now started enjoying the game of marketing than drawing itself. Because I was getting too much paintings, I could no longer paint it again. So I employed about three final students. So me, I will go, and I had sweet mouth, Jesus. If I sweet tongue, I say your girlfriend, she, she wants to break up with you, Abi. Draw her. When you draw her, you draw her attention.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so and then I never allow people to come to my room to come and collect their drawing. Never It's a rule. I must carry the drawing to their room, as I'm carrying it is publicity. Don't come and collect me, I'll bring it to your room. As I entered their room like this, there will be other students there. They say, "Ah, is it like? This is fine. Ah, can you help me draw my There is no time I carry a drawing somewhere. that I don't live there without that drawing. So I didn't need a dime from my parents' stuff anymore. That's what I was doing. By the time I became an NYC, I was seven, I went to law school. I couldn't draw throughout law school. I started serving. Everybody that was doing business, people that want to give their boss a hey, personal ceremony, what would I give my boss? What would I give? Eh, would you give us? Draw your boss. That's what I've seen. Now I could do a painting for 750,000. One bit. One. I could do a painting for a million. More. One. God, don't have time again. I sit down. I'll do that painting. In two weeks, give me loud music. Da, 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 da. Paint it in three days. Collect one million. Let God open your eyes to things around you. The opportunities around you like this. God wants to provide for you. He says, and he opened the eyes of that woman and she saw a well. There's a well of wealth around you. Are you listening to me? Now, some of you, as you on strike now, you know a lot of students have gone back home. A lot of, some of you are still around. This time, don't waste it. This government has no plan for you. This government, hope you are aware that your minister of education has bought 100 million APC. APC and, and students are on strike. Your labor minister went to get it. So both the minister of education and the minister of labor have absolutely no plan for Nigerian students. It's better you ask God to open your eyes. There are things around you. Are you following me this morning? There are things around you that God can use to multiply your wealth. Pastor Jesus was telling me that the person that became the first millionaire in his church was a prisoner. They just brought him for prison. And somebody invited him to church from prison. And Pastor Jesus said, what do you have in your house? What do you have in your house? What do you have in your house? And the guy went and started, found his father's food and cameras, and started snapping. He became the first millionaire in their church as a young guy. Traveled abroad. My friend, Charles. Charles was looking for law school money. There was no money for law school. That was what he was looking for. So he said, Let me go and do tailoring small. Let me use tailoring to raise money for law school. He didn't come to study law again. He didn't come again. From there, he just left. He told me one day that a minister sent a private jet from Senegal to come and pick him from Abuja to go and take his measurements in Senegal. That's Taylor. There are things around you. Are you listening to me? It's when you want to pray now. You're not going to say, Lord, say, Oluwa, say. No. Oluwa, show. Oluwa, show me. Oluwa, suffer me. Suffer me. There's something around you that has the capacity to turn your financial fortune. God must show you. So when he says, I'm going to open up the heavens and pour down a blessing. That's what he was talking about. It will just pop up. pa. This has been here. All the while. We never knew it. We never knew it. So one, giving. Two, obeying. Three working, then four speaking. You never join them to say Saka again. Never jo- stop posting rubbish on your status. Stop cruising. Say it's cruise, Abi. You? you say you don't want them. To, you don't want them to be you. That's why you say you don't have money. Owo Owo mi o le Owo how? No, what? There's no way there's no way someone say how rich are you I say I'm, I'm rich to his riches of glory I told my wife anything I want I'm able to ask my father and he'll give it to me that's how rich I am anything I want I'm able to ask my father if I say Lord we need this provide it. praise the Lord so speak properly if you're not here on Friday pastor Paul just spoke about speaking you need to get that sermon speak right speak properly about your finance speak to your finance speak about your finance and then speak to your finance it's two different things it calls it confession and prophecy. They are two different things. Speak about your health and speak to your health. Speak about your finance and speak to your finance. Thank you. Praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. So you have to understand this critically. If you look around you, there's nothing in this nation that spells anything positive. Everything keeps turning negative content into your mind. And that's why you must take a decision. Are you listening to me this morning? That you are going to have a standpoint even if it is very obvious that things are hard there was an exam I wrote on campus it was so hard the exam was hard we barely could write anything after we we're done I came out of the exam. Hall. people came with profilic how was that exam I said fantastic couldn't have been better great I don't think anything can be better than that the guy said nobody may pass I said, all of you are free to fail. <laughs> all of you. Absolutely. I didn't have one, did one carry over my stay on campus. No, what, what am I doing carry over? I'm already carrying the cross. Carryover. Therefore, I declare everyone who is dealing with academics, you're, you're sorted out now in the name of Jesus. Speak positively about your finance. When we came here, wife I'm going to be able to afford this. I can't afford this. Everything work for me. Everything work for me. Everything will work for me. Ah, everything. My name will work for me. If they see me, they do. Everybody that see me will like me. If they see me, they will help me. Except they don't see me. Say, let me see the person. If I look, what's happening? You are compelled by God to help me. So when we, came, they call the big price. I said we are going there. Say, I know the manager. Will not I said, let me see the manager. I saw the manager. You woman look at me like this. Say, hi, pastor. Hey, pastor. You don't do something for me. She ran out. She gave us a, They are not giving that kind of discount ever since the business place. She said, I, was, I don't know why they do this deal. I don't even know why they did this deal. I don't know. The, gen, the director general called that they must not accept that price. I said, let me see her. I said, she doesn't want to see anybody. I said, so write this price down. That's the price I'm going to pay. Contradicting what the director said, they wrote the price down. They gave us, in fact, they gave us one one day free. Say, Pastor, I've been stressing so much. You? I mean, say, take one day free.
0: Free.
1: I went back and meet them again. They didn't want money again from it. I have all things working for me. Amen. Anywhere they see me, they must like me. Pastor Poggi must like me. This is me. The day before he sees me, he must like me. <laughs> so speak. About yourself, like that, speak to yourself. Like that, the Bible says, There's wealth in the fallow ground of the lazy, there's much wealth. Look around you, ask God to open your eyes. They are there, I'm telling you. He says, I will lead you to hidden riches in secret places, they are there, riches of darkness. They are there. Say, Lord, open my eyes.
0: Thank you for listening to this message. Meditate on these words and watch how it will transform your life. For inquiries, please call 0909-672-9827 or 0807-548-5997. You can reach us on Instagram and Facebook. Instagram at slchurchng. You can reach us on our Facebook. That's Supernatural Life Church.